It's episode 130 of Chirpin' DMV. It's Bobcat here with your boy, Ben. Uh, Friday, March 4th. It's been a minute. Ben, how are you? Um, I'm doing good. You know, I'm, I'm still just chilling. I'm actually really tired today, and I don't know why. Probably like going to sleep late and waking up early. We'll do that. Yeah, but, um, yeah I think that, that'll probably do it. Yeah. Um, that. But yeah, no, it has, it's been a few weeks. There's been a lot that's happened since we've talked last. We've got... Caps news, roster news, OV news, Russia news, um, some league news, and uh, the Caps looking pretty poorly. But before we jump into um, current events, we're going to go back a couple weeks here. Last time we talked, the uh, Baltimore Banners playing the Baltimore Sentinels in their charity game. Um, Banners came out with an overtime win, 6-5. to five. It was a thriller. Um, so they did have their retirement ceremony for Abe and Peanut. Banners got the trophy and uh, did see our boys at Engine Athletics put some nice picks up there. Got the Sentinels jerseys as well. Um, so shout out to the Banners and uh, Coach Leone again um, for their big win against the Sentinels, all for a good cause. So latest news, where do we start, Ben? Are we going to go uh, last night with the Caps? Are we going to go with the uh, Chirpin news break? Um, where do you want to um. start here? You know, we can start with yesterday's game because we don't really need to go into their their losing skid because I was like, now now they're winning again, so who cares, right? Well, that's true, but I did make a bold claim in our group chat this week, um, and I can't double down and, and not say that I, I didn't say it, but um, I said caps are first round and done. Don't think you're going to do anything exciting at the deadline. So I'm going to say that, probably take some heat, just had a shutout win against the Hurricanes. Um What's your initial initial response to that statement? Um, not as surprised or offended as other people might be because, like, I don't, I can't think of something exciting that they'll do at the deadline. Like, I don't think they're going to get a, a Philip Forsberg or something like that that would be like really exciting. I think it would be like if they end up doing anything, it'll be like a depth forward, like, <clears throat> excuse me, like an Arteri Lackanen or an Andrew Kopp or a Cali Yarncrook, which like isn't exciting. And first round exit is not out of the realm of possibility at all with how they've played lately. But um, I'd like that for them to prove you wrong. So you look like a big stupid idiot. Yeah. I mean, I think any trade big board that has Justin Braun as the seventh highest option on the trade bait board. Like, I, I don't know, man, like the caps, like you're saying, they, they might get a yarn croak or a, a cop, I think would be the most exciting. He's a 30 goal scorer. Was he not? Was he 30? I knew he had a good season. I think he had a 30 last year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the the IR issues <laughs> continue to happen. It looks like we lost Carl for a bit now. Um, but that's 2-5 two, two off the books maybe. I don't know. They just don't have a lot to work with. Um, um, by 30 goal score, did you mean 15? That's it? <laughs> yeah. Did he go on a tear or something? Maybe. Last he had 39 year? points. It was like his 39 points? Oh, man. You know, I'm thinking of not Andrew Cobb. You think of, like, Kyle Connor? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'd take him. Yeah, if they're giving him up, I'd take him. Yeah, I'd take Kyle Connor. 
Um, but yeah, no, I mean, none of the guys on the top half of TSN's big board, they're getting Chikrin, Giroux, Sherratt, Klinberg, Giordano, um, like even DeBrusque, I don't think they're going to get, but DeBrusque camp, um, has been given, uh, free reign to negotiate some, some extensions with potential trade partners. So like maybe more enticing there, but again, um, I mean, DeBrusque is only 24. I don't know. I don't think they're going to do anything super exciting. Honestly, I think if they keep their defense the way it is, that's that's why I believe it's a first round exit. You think if the D stay the way it is? Yep. Really? Yep. Um, I do not have a lot of faith in Schultz, although he's been, you know, not healthy. Um, and Mar- Marty scored last night, but I don't think he can play top line minutes in a playoff series in the Caps advance. Yeah, it's hard to say. Like I'm, I'm a horrible. Not as a judge rookie. Not as a rookie. That is not as a yeah. rookie. No, I'm um, a horrible judge of defense. So I'm hard. It's hard to say because like Marty could just step up and and really like secure everything. Like Michael Kempney did that one year randomly when he wasn't like an NHL defenseman. So you never know what can happen. But I like our defense. Like as it is, like I like the pieces there. It's just they need to play like they did last night every game, which is just a tall order. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, like, realistically, if if the Caps want to make a, a decent run, they need Orlov, I think, playing as many, if not more, minutes than Carlson. Yeah, they got he's got to be up there, especially and, with the way he's played this year. Yeah, I think he's far and away the best contract the Caps have at the moment. Um, you know, maybe they could use a little help on defense, like, uh, but they'd have to they'd have to move like. You're not going to move Faye Harvey or Faravari at this point. No. Um, but if you move someone out like Schultz and bring in someone maybe that's a little more sure-handed, I don't know. Um, but I think they need to they need to tighten up defensively. Again, not the best uh, stance to take after a four nothing win. Um, <laughs> but just generally speaking, I don't think their defense has has what it takes at the moment. Um, and then again, yeah, we're going to make a depth move maybe up front. And it didn't sound like McClellan's comments um, signify they're going to make any sort of major changes. No, he even said like they won't be as aggressive as they have in years past. So I think it'll just be a depth forward because I don't think – I said it in my video, but I don't think like getting a goalie is really a realistic option at this point. If Flower doesn't want to go anywhere and Varlamov's the best option – I say you just like they're probably just going to run with what they have and try and tighten up to help them a little bit. And I think Vitek's going to take the reins from here, obviously. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, Samsonov, uh, like, do they trade him? He's definitely like a trade chip that they could use, but it's it's so weird thinking of them trading him at the deadline. That seems yeah, like an offseason. CSN thing, has but... him on the, on the big board. Um, well, if they don't, then they could lose him. Or he's an RFA, I guess, but they could still lose him yeah. next year if they don't sign him. Yeah, I mean, the other goalies that are on the big board, you know, you got Corpusalo, Flurry, who has effectively taken himself off, it sounds like. Yeah, um, pretty much. Holpe, Samsonov, and Georgiev. So outside of a couple retreads, Alexander Georgiev or Corpusalo, I don't think immediately uh, shores up that position. No, uh, Rangers fans inside. hate Georgiev. They said that, like, he sucks. Like, they don't yeah. like when he plays. Yeah, um, I think it was NRD the other day that just posted the box score and was like, I don't have to look. I assume Georgiev played. Yeah, he, exactly. he was correct. Um, so, yeah, I don't think anything too exciting is going to happen. Unfortunately, um, Snively and Haglin. Haglin, 
activated to the IR, but your boy, Anthony Mantha, Ant-Man is back and healthy and played a really good game last night. He did look really good. He didn't, I don't think he got any points, but he's just so noticeable out there. Like immediately his presence, he's so big. And when he has the puck on the wall, no one gets it off of him. Yeah. Frankly, I forgot that he played games this year. I know me too. It was so long ago. Um, but I did like your tweet. That is a slow line. Yeah, right. It's a very Back slow from Oshie line. and Mantha could be a top three slowest line in the NHL. I mean, puck possession, probably pretty darn good. But Oh, yeah, uh, hockey speed. IQ through the charts. Yeah. Or off the, the charts, not through it. Uh, through the roof, off the charts. Um, and then everyone's favorite former Buffalo Saver called back up. Oh, AJF? Yeah. I, I mean, forgot he was a Buffalo Saver. Yeah, that time of mourning, you look past it so quickly. Yeah, so Carl Haglin obviously out long-term with the eye injury. Hope he gets better. Eye injuries suck. I don't even know what yeah. happened. It was, a, it was a practice, like last drill of the day, and just a stick came up and got him up high. Yeah, the only thing that I read was that it was dead quiet yeah. when it happened. Which so, is not good. Yeah, not a good indication. So he'll probably be out for the rest. Well, he'll be out for the rest of the season for sure. I'm not even confident he'll be back for playoffs the way they're talking about it. Yeah, I no idea. There hasn't been much much talk about it at all. Um, I wouldn't be surprised one way or the other, but the initial report made it sound pretty nasty. Yeah, um, which sucks because Carl Haglund was playing good lately. Like the whole fourth he, line was, and he was a big part of it. Yeah, I was begging to see Snively play on the fourth line in his spot, frankly. Um, yeah. So I don't don't get my wish there. But we did see Connor Sheary play a hell of a game on that line. Yeah, he looked really good, and he had that uh, primary assist to Fairvari too. Yeah, so I mean, if is if it's that the new new look fourth line right now, are you confident in that? I would be very confident. That's the only problem is I'm so confident because Connor Sherry doesn't belong on a fourth line. It's like almost too good. Mm. Do, do you disagree? I do, and I don't because there's. A, Let's see. What are the what's the ice time breakdown of like fourth lines in the NHL right now? Because I feel like the Caps have got to have their fourth uh, line plays more than most. I would think. That's what I'm saying. So like if I guess that's true. Like on a team like Washington, if Connor shares on the fourth line, he's not getting any fewer minutes than he would on the third line. Yeah, that's kind of my my point. Um, I'm trying to find if there's like a I don't know if you can find that like who who what lines break down the most ice time, but um, yeah, I, I don't think it's necessarily a downside. I still think that that kind of puts the third line up in the air, though. Like, what's the identity of the third line? Yeah, um, it's like um, it's like when the people put Oshi on the third line. That always kind of bugged me because it's like we don't need a $5 million player on our third line, and he's too good probably to be on the third line, even though he would just be like a dominant third liner. Yeah, um, it would be tough to have that much money sitting on your third line doing what yeah, right? Philly's doing with uh, JVR. Yeah, exactly. See, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I think dream scenario still is 892 43. Yeah. Uh, and then, oh shit. Then, all, and then, then what do you do? Do you keep that, oh, man, that Mantha know. line with Backstrom and Oshi, as slow as it sounds, looked really good last night against one of the fastest and best teams in the league? Yeah. So then, I mean, third line, we got Lars. Small sample size, but still. Yeah. And then what was, what was the third line last night? It would have been Eller, Sprong, McMichael. Yeah. I, I, are they the fourth line? 
I feel like they play more like the fourth line. Like they play more, they play fourth line minutes more so than the fourth line does. Yeah. Um, They're just so labeled we'll as the third line. We'll see what happens. I mean, uh, there's not going to be a point, I guess, that ever this year where the Caps have a full lineup that they can pick from. Yeah. Um, also good to see last night. Um, everybody's favorite Russian in the last week and a half scored. Yep. Nice to see that. Dmitry Orlov getting on the board. Yep. Dmitry Orlov uh, and Alexander Ovechkin. Uh, goal 763. Um, do we? Uh, I don't even know where to begin. Yeah, I know. Do you even like, I don't know how to talk about it. Like, I, I think that, you know, both can be true where, you know, we could be like, okay, maybe it's not great that Ovi, you know, did outwardly support Putin, Putin in the past, yeah. um, but not really in a position now to correct any of those statements. Like, I, I don't yeah, exactly. like, well, both can be true. And like, yeah, the thing is, yeah, exactly. Like no one, like even I would imagine all Capitals fans, like don't agree that Ovechkin was like outwardly supporting Putin. But just like the way you have to view it, I think is like, first of all, Putin has always just like not only been good to Ovechkin, he's been like too good to him. Like he treats him so good and it's the president of his home country. And then like he's he's probably stroking checks for him, like on a pretty consistent basis. And then you see people that don't do what Ovi does, like Panarin. And then all of a sudden there's a fake like sexual harassment scandal back in Russia because he spoke out against Putin. So it's like, Obviously, Obi probably didn't need to go out of his way to promote Putin the way he did, but I mean, I'm like, I, I don't think you can hate the guy for supporting him, like, given what goes on in that country, like yeah. in the past. Yeah, and like, I don't. Again, I'm not uh, condoning nor condemning any of this, but and I, I don't want to get into what ifism of comparing this versus that, or yeah. But we're dealing with a country who is on a daily basis releasing news saying that they're invading a country that is uh, going to be accepting them as liberators and pumping their own country full of false information. Like you, you don't think that maybe that, you know, comes into consideration while Ovi's whole family's over there. And he's like, eh, maybe not yeah. going to say anything about this right now. Yeah, and, and I'm not going to name names for some of the fucking hacks that got their clickbait headlines out of it. But, like, come on. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like even if Ovi was outwardly supportive of him in the past, like right now is such a different thing. Like it's not like, oh, it should be fair to ask him. Like I don't disagree that it's fair to ask him because of how vocal he was about it. But like you also have to understand that he doesn't have to answer given what's going on right now and where his family is. But and- what does the reporter have to lose asking that question? Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. And you see people writing articles about like how Ovi's a coward and he had a chance to be brave. It's like you need to put yourself in that position. Like if your family's in a country where that's going on and if you say the wrong thing, bad things can happen. Like, are you going to be brave or are you going to look out for your family? Yeah. And again, I, I would like to reiterate that, um, you know, Ovi could have made the wrong decisions in the past and still, uh, you know, not be a scumbag human being. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. People are not understanding. Like, they're just like people are saying all Russians, including him, should just leave the country, which is just outrageous. CCM. Don't you think it would make more sense to get those players out of Russia? Right. You know, if we're going to like drain their resources, uh, you know, maybe like, all right, maybe taking away his Taekwondo black belt isn't going to change anything. But if like 
all of their top athletes are usurping from the country. Uh, like outside of Putin, Ovi's probably what the second most popular Russian or not popular, most notable Russian person in Russia. Probably probably in like the world. Right, right. Like I, I feel like it would make more sense to start taking these imports, you know, opening up the WHL Bantam draft, letting them all come over, get them out of there and uh, open their eyes up a little bit. But I don't know. Wait, I'm not, I don't want to beat the drum on this forever. But like, yeah, like obviously no one or no one in their right mind, like supports what's going on over there. But like you should you can't get mad at Ovi. I just don't think that makes any sense to target your blame towards him just because he supported him in the past. I uh, well, you know, we've got a generation of people saying separate the art from the artist and love Kanye West, but he can make music videos burying his ex-wife's boyfriend. Yeah, like whatever. I'm just so sick of everybody. Like everyone's got an opinion on everything, and the vast majority of them are fucking terrible. I know it's crazy that everyone knows everything about geopolitics and war lately. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It was the same people that knew everything about COVID too. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Uh, how do you find the time to be an expert we, on everything? We have a smart group of people. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, speaking of smart group of people, um, if you didn't see the news yesterday, um, Caps are going to be playing an outdoor game at NC State next year against the Hurricanes, as first reported by Trip and DMV. Yeah, we're newsbreakers, insiders. Yeah, um, pretty cool. That was fun, fun to be a part of. I uh, wish we got a little more heat online. We only had like one or two people like, oh, according to who? But um, multiple unnamed sources, uh, you know, wet the beak a little bit there. Had yeah, that was a little cross, wild. Cross <laughs> confirmation. I think we had three separate three separate sources there to be super yeah. confident. But um, it, it was just wild that people said, according to who? Like, who are you? Why are we going to tell you? <laughs> yeah. What's it? Yeah, I we had to send off some confirmations. Um, but yeah, that's cool. I mean, well, that'll be what fourth outdoor game? Yeah, fourth, two winter classics, two stadium series. Yeah, so I the only one I missed was Nats Park. So we'll be there. Um, you gotta think that this would be not a red jersey. Do you think it'll be white? White or blue. Yeah, because like they'll be the away team, right? But... Playing at NC State, which is a red, red field, red seats against yeah, the so, Hurricanes. Yeah, Hurricanes are definitely gonna wear red. Yeah, this will not be a rock the red situation. I think it might be like one of those like off white jerseys then if like Buffalo has this year for their heritage classic. Like it's yeah, kind like of like an cream. off yeah, like the cream, I think it, which is sick. I love that. Like the uh the Rangers, they did that for the stadium series, I believe. Philly did it. Oh, right. Um, yeah. 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 I think Detroit even used it a little bit. Um, yep. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see. So two New Jersey's. We are getting a reverse retro again next year. And um, did you, you're led to believe it's going to be a Screegle? That's what I was. That's what I'm led to believe. Yeah, that they're doing another Screegle. But um, I don't know what colors it'll be like. I feel like they can't just do like another red one or like a blue version of their reverse retro last year. I feel like it has to be like the old colors. Yeah, legitimately just invert the white screaming eagle jersey yeah i feel like that's what it'll be um yeah i mean looking they also could wear those outdoors instead of making new ones yeah i was i was i didn't like the screaming eagle upon i hated it as a kid retro and then it grew on me a little bit but i just kept coming back to like why isn't this in a black jersey 
Yeah, I know. I think it would look sick in black because like that Capitol Dome jersey. I'm not a big fan of that logo, but like a black Capitals jersey would be nice. If it's I loved right. those jerseys when they wore them back in the day. The gold around the waist was like silky, like shimmery gold. You know, like, it I was... hated it so much as a kid. They were just the ugliest pieces of garbage. They were, but there wasn't a lot of teams wearing black black yeah. LJs. I know. I just like Darth Vader out there. Black though, Jays are so nice. They don't get used enough. And uh, people in LA did not wear black. Who's going to wear black? Yeah, Someone that's what I'm to. saying. Everyone wants to have all these colorful jerseys. Like, I guess Dallas is black and neons are gross as shit. Those are so gross. The gross like, in even, a good way or a bad way? No, in a terrible way. Like, Calgary's old black ones with the horse hat. Those are nasty. Those are nice. I like those a lot. Um, Anaheim wears black, but people hate their jerseys too. The old school Vancouver black is beautiful. Yeah, the other ones they wore the other night, those are good. Yeah, the, the flying skate. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, so um, yeah, a little bit, a little bit of caps news. Um, in the time that we've recorded last, Sean Avery was signed and since released, released from the Orlando Solar Bears in the uh, East Coast Hockey League, and there was no real follow up. No, see, the only it was just like clearly Avery was like going to Florida anyways I think and then they just did like a big publicity thing because like think of how many followers the solar bears got from that and all the engagement they got like well dude and they sold jerseys yeah did you see that exactly. they literally had a pre-order for jerseys I followed them on Twitter when they signed them like they I think their plan worked I think they should have let him play one game he just like yeah. sit on the bench I really wasn't gonna be excited to see the Matt Barnaby sideshow or whatever. I'm glad they no, kind of snuffed I, that out, honestly. Me too. Like, especially if you're – like, they're, they're guys that are, you know, making livings playing in those leagues. Yeah. Like, like don't make a joke out of it. Yeah. Like, George LaRock, can I get a tryout? Like, no, bro, you're a marginal NHL player. <laughs> like, no, you wouldn't actually make a team, so you can't play. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I did see – um some mm, interesting stuff going on with Chicago. Now they people are actually asking about Patrick Kane. Yeah, actually, that's true. I did see that people are calling on him, and like he had to make a statement saying, like, it's hard to finish your career with one franchise, but I'd be honored and privileged to. So it's actually like in talks. Well, you know, they had him a part of the GM search too. They hired within um, John Davidson. Is that who yeah. they went with? young guy that was part of the system during the whole scandal, but was literally like a college age kid at that point, um, entry level gig and worked his way up. So, um, you know, take that for what you will, but, uh, I don't, NRD talked about this again the other day, hate to keep shouting him out, but like, what do you do if you are Chicago, you've got guys like Taves and Kane, they're going to be up next year. You sign Seth Jones to a long term deal. Like you either have to commit to the rebuild or pull magic out of nothing here. Yeah, the the only like because if I'm the GM in Chicago, I'm not, never getting rid of Kane or Taves just because they're like it's like Backstrom and Ovi, like they have to finish their careers there. But like if they're both up, I'm telling Taves like, hey, let's be real here. You're worth like maybe two million dollars right now. You barely play, and when you do, you're not that good anymore. And hope that he like accepts it as being a captain and like takes on a veteran role. Like third, like a Jordan Stahl type of role. Yeah, the Dustin Brown treatment. Yeah, exactly. But like, try not to like pigeon toss him. Like Dustin Brown got like his letter ripped off and shit. <laughs> but um, and he's still there. 
I know. I don't get it. It's like San Jose. Like every major player there was captain at one point, and no one like left or got mad. I, I don't know. But then Kane, like he's still like a point per game guy. So, but like he can probably either keep his money the same for like a couple more years or take a little pay cut. I don't know. I just don't see a realistic option where you can get rid of Patrick Kane and like maintain the fan base. I'm moving up, moving someone like that it immediately gives you tools you're not looking at prospects at that point yeah i and i i totally get that and like from that standpoint where like outside looking in for us that's like would make the most sense but like if i was a blackhawks fan and they traded kane my brother is a blackhawks fan he said this yesterday he said he wouldn't be a fan anymore yeah i mean is there someone on the caps roster you could do that with right now like, is there someone that if they got rid of them, I wouldn't be a fan anymore? No, no, no. I'm saying, is there someone, like, if the Caps, you know, they're in a little bit of a weird spot as well, not quite in the cap hell that Chicago's in, but right. I'm not not saying it, but someone like John Carlson. See, that's – and I, I've heard this recently, John Carlson's name come up. What are people expecting to get in return? that is not like he's a number one defenseman. Like, what are you wanting to get back? He's a number one defenseman with term. Yeah. With term. Which uh, makes him different from Chikrin and Klinberg. And, and frankly, I think he's a, a better offensive option than those guys. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't necessarily think you can just up and trade a number one D man, but that's what I mean. Like you'll get pieces back and everything, but like, you're not you're losing a number one defenseman on a defense that you've already said is like not good enough you don't think yeah i agree um just you know I, i'm not saying these are my opinions but if there no was, i know if there was I someone know. to potentially um you know get get a move like that i think you're the, the one at, the one that i think that would get the move that i've seen the most is tj oshi but i I've my problem with that, that is that moving tj oshi would just break the locker room Cause like when he got there, he like, he was like the glue guy, like hundred percent. Like he brought so much energy and stuff. And obviously he still plays like, he's not like, he doesn't play like he's like 35 or whatever he is. He still plays like pretty hard. So I think getting rid of any of those guys and I'm not even trying to sound biased would just like blow up the locker room in the worst way. Yeah. I, Oshi I, especially. Yeah. I don't know. I think, you know, if you do move someone like Carlson, you're looking at um, probably a lesser package, but somewhere between, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think you got to look at it. Would, it'd have to be a major one for one, like Weber for Subban, or you're looking at a package of First something prospect in the play. a little bit lesser than the Carlson deal. I mean, Carlson, Number one D-man, granted, he won a Norris, but do you remember what that package was? It wasn't that impressive. I remember that. Francis Perron, Chris Tierney, Rudolph Balsers, Dylan DeMello, Josh Norris, and the pick that ended up becoming Tim Stutzel. So I know Rudolph Balsers, but isn't he on San Jose? Yep. So he Oh, went... sorry, he, was, he went the other way. Oh, okay. um, you're right. And Josh Norris. Josh Norris oh. is decent. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. And Jimmy Stu, like he, he's good. He was like a what, a number two, number three pick. Yeah, I think I don't know. I, I don't think you move Carlson. Um, I just don't see a scenario where it works because, like, he's still putting up like sixty-five points a year. 
And you would have to find a team like, I don't know, maybe someone like Buffalo and get a Tage Thompson out of it then. I do like Tage Thompson. Um, but yeah, you'd have to find a team that just got cap room as well. I don't, I don't think that that's going to be the case. I know that people are calling for that. Um, I'm calling it now. He's going to get his jersey retired in Washington. 74? Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. I think it'll um, happen. I think he'll climb the the points. So I think he'll he might even be like third points all time by the time he's done in Washington behind Ovi and Backstrom. Yeah, I, I mean, you know Ted's got a uh, loyalty to him, and Bonger and Kolzig maybe weren't his guys, but there's going to be two numbers that are going to be retired for sure, right there, eight and nineteen. Yeah, and I think there's going to be some serious backlash if twelve and thirty seven aren't talked about before that. Yeah, and I don't think they can retire Carlson without retiring Kolzig or Bonger. See, I think that's fair. I think Carlson's will come like way down the road, like like kind of like Prongers did. Obviously yeah. Prongers like of a higher echelon than John Carlson, but I don't think it'll be like a fucking heart trophy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I don't think it'll be like a second he retires retirement, but I think down the road it'll be like, hey, this guy was like our best defenseman of all time. That's what I was saying with uh, Mike Green. Like, I don't think Mike Green's number ever gets retired. I think if there's some sort of, like, anniversary, like, honoring yeah. players, blah, 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 like, he would get a nod there. Right. Um, but you know, Mike Green didn't – it sounds crazy to say this, but Mike Green um, didn't play forever in Washington. You know what I mean? No, I know. That's kind of what I was looking at because I was thinking about it. So then I looked up, like, his hockey DB, and it's like he had, like, five, six seasons here. But, like, he was yeah, also he, injured a lot. Yeah, and when he was gone, I mean, he oh – God, it sucks that he went to Edmonton. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, 500 points in 880 games. He doesn't have any major, uh, you know, He awards. got more snub twice. Yeah, like he has no, no major awards, no trophies. Like, I, I think it's a pretty hard conversation to retire his number. Yeah. Um, it just like what is he? He has the longest goal streak by a defenseman ever with like eight, and he had a thirty-one yeah, I mean, he goal had season. Thirty-one goals as a defenseman is pretty insane. Yeah, no, his, his is if he's if his career in Washington was like a little bit more stable and a little longer, I think he would get in the conversation more for a jersey retirement. But it was kind of like two or three really good seasons, and then some good seasons. Uh, he only played. Let's see, not only, but he played 22 games, 70, 82, 68, 75. I have 49, that was a lockout year. Um, 32, 35, 70, 72. Yeah, I mean, you got some some years where he's banged up, like only played a full season one time with the Cavs, only played 80 games one time. Um, So, yeah, that's uh, our little Mike Green tangent. I think uh, if we're going to keep on this vein here, we sign Eric Fair for the outdoor game next year. Eric Fair, yeah, I could do that. Maybe Troy Brower. Just for the outdoor game. Yeah, doesn't Eric Fair have the most points of any capital in an outdoor game history? I like, believe he does. He had like a two-goal game and then another goal in the next one. He's a bit of a stud. Yeah, and I think even the games that he's played outdoor uh, when he was with the Penguins and stuff, he's done well. Um, I forgot he played there. I want to cut yeah. there. Yeah, it's a damn shame. Damn shame. I have a picture with him. With Eric Fair? Eric Fair and Nick Backstrom. Practice up in Toronto? Practice up in Toronto. Yeah, I've got to the bottom of that. Actually, pregame warm-up. They were playing Super Bowl, and I 
rudely interrupted. Looking back, I would not interrupt a game of sewer ball. But I was like 15. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you know? What do you know when you're 15, really? Yeah, exactly. Know that girls are sick and beers are dope. That is true. It's um, a model so to live by. Right now, uh, we're a hat trick away from tying your Mary Yager. We are. And had, did has he had a hat trick this year? He hasn't, right? I don't believe so. I was trying to think, has anyone had a hat trick this year? Did Oshi? For the Cavs? Yeah. I feel like someone did. And I think it was Oshi, but I don't know. Um, Hathaway's had a couple two goal games, has he? Yeah, he has. Ovi's had a couple. Wilson, I think, has had a couple two goal games. Um, Ovi had one against Florida. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. His uh, son was there, right? Okay. Yeah. He had one against Florida, and Oshi had one against Ottawa. Right. And then, yeah, there's a dueling hat trick that game. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. That was the game that talked a bunch of shit about Ottawa and like Batherson went off. It's like, who the fuck yeah. is Batherson? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so currently, Washington has 67 points in 56 games, 10 ahead of Columbus, but they've played two more games in Columbus. Six back of the Rangers, and they're in the second wild card spot. Where do you think they finish in the standings? I didn't even say their current record. Their current record is 29, 18, and 9. So 29 wins, 27 losses overall. Yeah, like 23 games left, 24 games left? Uh, They have 32 games left. Oh, goddamn. Um, okay. Point percentage, point five nine don't like to see that. No. I don't know, man. I don't think there's going to be a ton of shakeups. Um, just as the teams at the top are playing so well. Yeah. Pittsburgh, I, it's like I don't get them anymore. Yeah, I had them not making the playoffs. Yeah, I think I had them in the wild card because I figured they always make it, but like they are fighting for winning the division two years in a row. Yeah. Um, shit. Oh, man. I could see like, Boston you, shitting the bed, honestly. I know. I thought I could too, but then they turned it on even when Marshane and Bergeron were out. They were winning games. <sighs> This is tough. I don't know, man. I don't know if I see the Caps, honestly. I mean, I don't see them finishing outside of the wild card, up or down. Yeah, like I I don't see them. Like, six points behind the Rangers for third is, like, a pretty big gap, especially when they've played the most games. Yeah, Yeah. they've got two games in hand on them. Yeah, I think they honestly kind of stay where they are. Yeah, I do too. Like, I think them in Boston maybe, like, flip – a couple times. Yeah, maybe. Um, like I, yeah, I don't see them like fighting for seconds. So, I mean, we can give Metro. them the same the same issues as Boston, right? Two young goalies, like, will it work down the stretch? Right. Like, yeah, they're <sighs> similar teams like that. Pittsburgh would be if Jari didn't just figure it out this year, too. I mean, Toronto's goaltending right now is not in a good way. Nope, not at all. Um, but you look at the rest of the, the list, like Carolina's goaltending fine. Florida's fine. Tampa's fine. Pittsburgh, exceeding expectations. Toronto, not great. 
New York might have an MVP goalie right now. Yeah, might have the Hart Trophy winner. Boston, two rookie guys both playing well. Washington, two rookie guys, some playing okay sometimes. Yeah. And then Columbus, they have a good thing going on there right now. Like Detroit, yeah, Patty Line is on a mission. If Detroit won some games here and made a little bit of a push, I don't see them making the playoffs, but I can see them creeping up a little bit. Like yeah, they're playing I tough. Like too. They are they're a good team this year. Um, so yeah, I don't know, man. I don't I don't see them necessarily climbing. I think if there's gonna be a team that drops, um, potentially be Toronto, but Matthews is you know doing his best. Yeah, Brad he's Jennings. also on MVP pace. Put the team on my back. <laughs> Ride or die, family. Yeah, so who knows, man? Um, but I don't see them, I think, finishing outside or um, below the wild card. Yeah, no, I I don't disagree with you. I'd say they very maybe slip into third in the Metro, but I don't really see that happening. I don't think the Rangers afford them six points to catch up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe if they were in the same division as Toronto, but yeah, no, I don't. I don't think so. And then um, I have this quote from a Tarek article in the Athletic. I just it's not like anything major, but it was about Joe Snively when he was going off, like right when he started making his debut. And it's uh, the question he asked him was 26 years old is kind of late to start an NHL career. How much did the four years at Yale and three in Hershey prepare you for this moment? And then he emphasized a lot, especially being a smaller, undersized player. It's just different. Gave me time to work in the weight room, get stronger. That was important. And now being older, you have more experience. You've played in a lot of different situations. When I went to Hershey, there were things in my game I need to clean up in order to transition to the pro game for sure. Knowing when to manage the puck, leave it in a safe area rather than trying to make a play. That was a big thing for me. Defensive details too. So just kind of polishing my game and also being able to produce offense at the same time. Um, the reason I bring that up is because everyone that freaks out, <clears throat> excuse me, about Connor McMichael's ice time. Yeah. The kid wasn't even supposed to make the team this year. And he's he's playing good. He's not playing exceptional. But, like, you have to realize what development is, like why the minors exist. Well, yeah. And like how many rookies have we seen truly, um, especially rookie forwards that have just come in and lit the world on fire that aren't top prospects in their first year yeah exactly it's very rare right like who is really blowing the doors off right now in the the rookie race defenseman like only Maurice Sider, but he's like a top prospect and yeah then I, Lucas Raymond who is a top prospect yeah those are lottery picks yeah like McMichael was a uh, 25th overall player, right? Like, there's a good chance that he could have been a second round player. He's 21 yeah, exactly. years old. And, like, he's um, not playing bad, but he's not, I don't think he's playing good enough to warrant as much ice time as people seem to think he needs. It's just people think since Washington's old, they need young players now. And it's like they do, but they need young players that are ready. And his natural position is center. Yeah, exactly. He's not going to play center until like someone's gone because their center depth's too good. Yeah, it's yeah, whatever. I mean, you're right. Like he does, he does have to spend some time, pay some dues. Like, and again, if he was, uh, you know, more excited or a Lucas Raymond type, he'd probably be getting those minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if he was playing like Lucas Raymond's playing, he would force his way to play those minutes, but he's not forcing it, which is like that's how you earn it. 
Yeah, like if you even look at the guys that were drafted after him, none of them are really contributing in the NHL at the moment. Like a lot of these guys, a lot of these guys are are like are prospects that are considered in trade packages right now. Like Drew Hellison, he's the guy in Colorado that's being you know tires kicked on like any trade that they would make with Giroux or something. Um, Nils Hoglander. Um, yeah, Hoglander's names come up. Kaliev in LA. He went after um, him. He plays. Yeah, he was a second rounder. Um, but Ryan Johnson, John Beecher, Brandon Chasey, Nolan Foot. Like, still. Nolan Foot right. already got traded once, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a th- like. I'm, I'm not like I hate because I sound like I don't like McMichael. I do. I just I think people are way too obsessed with this idea that we need youth in the lineup right away and it can be just any young player, but like it can't, they have to be so, able to play. For example, really. Moritz Sider was in that same draft. He was sixth overall yeah. and was playing in the top, uh, top team, top league over it. was he Finland? I know he's German, I think, but he wasn't playing in Germany. I think in Sweden or something like that. Yeah. Switzerland or Sweden. Yeah. He was playing on a championship team, playing top level minutes, playing different game scenarios. Yeah. Conor McMichael, his, Conor McMichael's only been, a top line guy on a junior team, right? He yeah. has very little uh, minor league experience. He played last year in the bubble. Yeah, I think he led he, the Bears in like scoring or something. Where he but, played but, against the same four or five teams. Maybe you can go back and listen to our, um, you know, season preview or whatever. We talked about McMichael. What are we going to expect from McMichael? Like he was, he played a very small sample size against a very small league last year. Yeah. So I mean, there wasn't a lot of situational hockey play going on there yeah so, exactly so the thing is like he's st- like i'm still all in on mcmichael he just like he needs time to get those minutes that everyone wants him to have now well and going back to the 2019 draft again you remember who the top five picks were top five picks 2019 mm-hmm. that was jack hughes's draft right correct uh geez i can't even think of who went after jack hughes it was the rangers Oh, Capocaco? Then the Blackhawks. Uh, Adam Boquist? Kirby Doc. Oh, right. Then Bo Byram, Alex Turcott, Moritz Sider, Dylan Cousins, Philip Broberg, Trevor Zegras. Those guys are all outside of, you know, maybe the top three just now really getting their feet wet in the NHL. Yeah. Exactly. And they're on like rebuilding teams where they can, they have to take those minutes. Washington's not in that position. Yeah. Um, like Matt Boldy, number 12 pick, is just now getting his first NHL looks. Yeah. He got it like halfway through the season, too. Yeah. Um, Spencer Knight, Florida in the minors. Cole Caulfield, 15th overall pick. Pretty tumultuous season. And I would say he's, you know, a more offensively productive. Uh, our exciting player. People are more excited about Cole Caulfield when he's on the ice than Connor McMichael. And, you know, he gets yeah. sent down to the minors. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we've done enough uh, of the 09 or 19 draft class for now. What does McMichael's stat line look like this year? I don't even know how many points he has. Oh, he has. Good, good to look up the 2019 draft class. McMichael? Yeah, this mm, season. Was he have 21 points? Nope, less. 17? Less. Jesus. 13? 15 in 51 games. These, this is the guy that people are saying needs to be play more minutes 
And I know like the argument there will be like, oh, he hasn't played enough minutes to get more points. He's played a lot of minutes. He doesn't get on the power play, which people aren't happy about, which I can more so understand because it's been so bad this year. Like, why not mix it up? But I don't know. Phew. So um, maybe not the – well, you know what? This is a good example. So this kid spent he's, – he's played 21 games in the NHL. He has 19 points. Just got called up within the last two months. Matt Boldy. That's pretty sick. He's pretty good. But, yeah, like, you have to, like, let these guys fucking play. Like, or let these guys develop. I mean, like, McMichael, 15 points and 52 games. I think that we're hopefully, you know, expecting a little bit more out of him. But, again, if you're not looking at guys that have had considerable time in the league, like, outside of Hoglander, Doc, Kako, and Hughes, people aren't playing a ton. I mean, Zegris is at 74 games. Cousins is at 93. Um, but Cousins is, or not Cousins, sorry, I was going to say, uh, Zegris is, again, on a bad team. Like, they can play him all they want. It's also um, worth looking at uh, Jack Hughes' rookie season. He had 21 points in 61 games, and people were not happy with him at all. And now he's over a point-per-game player. Like, it just takes a little bit to get going. And he was the number one overall pick. Yeah. So, So he's having, like, a similar season to what McMichael's having now as a yeah. first year. Yeah. Um, so McMichael and the 09, our 19 draft class is currently 11th in scoring. Whatever. Because he needs to play more minutes, Bob. Oh, sorry. That was in games played. 11th in games played. You don't want to know what he is at points. But not very good. Time um, for 13th with Vasily Podkolin. Oh, Vancouver? Yeah. He's kind of yeah. dirty. Yeah. Yeah, he is kind of dirty. Um, uh, also in the 2019 draft class, former guest, Zach Jones. How you doing? He played against the Capitals when they played the Rangers the other night. He sure did. Um, so, yeah, uh, Vanacek looking like he's going to be numero uno for right now. Uh, yeah, more I trust. don't even think that's, like, up for debate because now I'm on the A-B wagon where if they trade one of the goalies, I want it to be Samsonov. Yeah. Which I was not on, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, eh, you could probably pull some clips and call me a hypocrite, but fuck it, get rid of him. I don't care. Sammy, you're on the fuck it wagon? I'm on the fuck it wagon for the rest of the season, honestly. In terms of what, like Sammy, or I just have very little expectations, um, really? so I'm not going to get no. too worked up, you know, so I won't get too heartbroken. But I mean, the last month of the year, we've been telling everybody, mm, "Don't panic, don't panic." I don't even think I'm panicked at this point because they've given me no expectations to operate off of. I think I'm just being realistic. Yeah, like that's, this isn't the year. That's actually fair because at the start of the year, my expectations got like absurdly high because they were playing out of their mind good. And now that they've played so bad and the goalies have shown that like they're not really stepping. Little VTech is playing actually good, but generally they haven't been stepping up. I've just kind of also like been like, ah, you know, they're not very good this year. Yeah, like I, I don't think this is a team of destiny. I don't think this is a team that gets hot at the right time at this point. I, I think they that, up and down for the rest of the year. I hope that um, they go to the finals and they play that clip that you just said, that they're not a team of destiny, like in the arena. 
hey, I'm not saying that this was a premeditated take. But if that just so happens to, you know, come out that way, so be it. If I, you know, if I'm considered in the, the, the parade, you know, they can run the, run the segment all they want. But if I'm in the parade, that'll, that'll be okay. Yeah, they'll know you by name. They'll be like, that's the guy who doubted us. You're going to ruin it by us with, for association or by association because they're going to be like, oh, Bobcat's an asshole. He hates our team. Yeah, I don't. I don't. And I'm trying to be I, friends with him. I just, I'm trying to not let it affect my day to day. If I build it up and then you know, the caps are going to be awesome, they're going to have a sick team. And then April rolls around. Um, I don't want to be sitting there twiddling my thumbs through May and June being like, yeah. I will it. say, I will like flip cars and riot and like beat innocent people up if they only play five games in the first round again. Like it yeah. needs to at least go to seven if they're going to get knocked out in round one. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just hedging my own expectations here. Um, who really knows? But I am heading down to Raleigh to do a, a little scouting trip going down there for St. Patty's day. Going to see them play the Canes that Friday. Um, do a little scouting for the boys next year. See where we'll hang out. Good call. Scout the Airbnbs in the location. Yeah, maybe I'll go check out the field a little bit, look for weak spots, maybe bury some booze like in the field and find it next year. Like moonshine. Like yeah, I'll leave a something. treasure treasure map for us. <laughs> Just bury like a sunscreen bottle full of whiskey. I mean, it can't be that hard to sneak into a college football stadium in the offseason, right? You just print off some sort of fake badge and combines going on. I could say I'm meeting with some. Yeah, you know, probably pretty easy. You, you could literally, find. I think you could just wear like a custodian outfit and walk in, like, hey, I'm like, hey, oh, hey. Yeah, that's probably the easiest way to do it. Or I can just put on like a, a jacket and sunglasses and to have a binder in my hands and walk in. Or you could wear. A hood, black hood with black pants and sunglasses. Do the hood up really tight and yeah. just kind of head down the whole way. Yeah, just like the mean, was it hot? Mean girls, mean chicks, mean girls. Yeah, yeah. mean girls. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that would look suspicious. Or if I stacked another human on top of me and we wore a really long trench coat. You could be on Charlotte, like the Hornets. Yeah. yeah. Like, actually, hey, I'm just yeah. checking out the facility. Yeah. Or you can be an NC State basketball player. Yeah, they know I'm not an athlete. I can go on your – I have the face of an athlete, so I can go on top. That's true. All right, so going down to Raleigh in a couple of weeks, um, what else do we got going on? Uh, oh, I'm going to the game Saturday. I'm going to go see the Crackheads. Oh, is that – that's they're playing in Washington for the first time, right, because they played in yeah. Seattle last time? You party bus, got the Are suite you even, again. I would say, are you even excited? But like, it's going to be fun. But I mean, like, to see Seattle, I feel like the charm's not there when they stink as bad as they do. I have a special reason to boo Dave Haxtell. Why? Because you're a half Philly fan? Yeah, because he fucking sucks. (laughs) Why does everyone say he sucks? I don't know enough about him. He he's one of the like. If you watch him during a game, he just Just no just, emotion. Just, just stone very, face Jackson. Stonewall yeah, Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. They could just be getting absolutely shit pumped and there's just no change. Like he doesn't change shit up. You know, he's he's got that kind of college reputation, like my way or right. We we do it my way. Well, you your way power hasn't trip? worked. Uh, I wouldn't I don't know. I'm not gonna actually don't give a shit. 
Fuck Dave. You Haxtell should publicly right call out Dave Haxtell right now for being too Dave power Haxtell, hungry. Dave Haxtell, I'm you're not a god. You Say Dave you Haxtell, not you're not a god. You're not a god. You're, you're just a man. You're a man. You're a Coast shell North of a man. Dakota. I'll see when you Saturday, were, Dave. When they were the fighting, what see you? Is that what it was? Is that how it's pronounced? Sue. 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 Spelled see you though. So. Yeah, like there's La- an eye La- in there. Like Lacroix. Like Lacroix. Yeah, LaCroix. I guess it'd be like it was spelled Seaux, but I recognize that OUX makes the ooh noise. Well, yeah, I mean, then you've got there's things that are pronounced funny in Canada. Oh man, don't even get me started on how stupid Canada is. Like trying to differentiate themselves in the states. Like, well, our colors spelled with a U for so. offense and defense, and yeah. Using the S instead of the C E. I think the worst crime that Canada ever committed was making the letter Z Z. Yeah, but that's also like a bunch of other places. Well, it's it's Britain. Like it's like we use British English here. Yeah, that makes sense why they do it in Australia. Yeah. But like that's such like a crime because the whole ABC song rhymes at the end is E. Like A B C D E F G. And then L O M N O P Q R S, and then ends with Z. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That's yeah, that really bothers me. Um, well, yeah. Now that you're talking about, we do a little uh, history here. So Canada mm-hmm. being under British rule and things like that. Um, do you know that Great Britain has gold medal in hockey? Really? Finland yeah. just got there first. How does Great Britain have one? Because of what we just talked about. Just like how long ago was it? Let's see. They have four gold medals in hockey. What? 1936. <laughs> Team of British Canadians. Yeah. Was Great Britain. Yeah, it's because they were ruled by they got the stupid ass queen on your money and stuff. You guys Bent the rules there. Those are Mickey Mouse gold medals. For I know. We're a bunch of Game of Thrones knee benders here in Canada. It's a joke. Yeah. yeah. So then England the U.S. has four their gold revolutionary medals. war where they just beat the wheels off them. That was a good um, W for the States, the Revolutionary War. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Um, what are your thoughts see. on um? what's his name? Who's what's Oh, Benedict Arnold. I feel like he gets a bad rap. I feel like he was mistreated. Mm, yeah i mean well how's he looked like in england well he's a traitor that's how i know him yeah but like in england do they think that he was a good guy well i don't know how england feels about it i know how i feel about him uh you know what it was 250 years ago i'm kind of over it i think he just had some like he had some military credits that didn't come to him like he pulled some good shit off and people took credit for it and then he's like you know what no I'm going to side with the the, the crown. Mm, and yeah. ultimately, he probably went about it the wrong way, but I think he was misunderstood. I mean, how many times did you bet the favorite? Uh, That's true. He did bet the favorite by joining. He bet the favorite. He did bet the favorite, which isn't good, but you have to think that the dogs, in this case, the United States, um, weren't treating him properly. Well, they were home dogs. They were home dogs. Yeah, they were playing they on their were own home soil. Dogs. They were, so they were well, disrespected. It wasn't, it wasn't really their own soil yet. That's the thing. Well, that's, yeah, but it was, it was a home game. You know, 
like the home team usually gets at least a little bit of sprinkle on the 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 line there. So they were underdogs at home, which is disrespectful. Yeah, I I guess, but you have to understand. It's like um it's like uh Tampa going into Seattle. Like Seattle is the dogs, but they're at home, right? Like Yeah, yeah. I you guess just have so. to recognize the power that's coming in. And the crown had all the power there. That was I don't know if you're a history buff, but that's actually what started the Revolutionary War. Um Yeah. Was yeah, the you're British right. rule. Yeah. Hope I'm American not telling you anything history. you don't know. Um nothing that I've touched on recently. I can use you know I can always use a little refreshing. My um, entire basis of knowledge on the Revolutionary War, by the way, is Assassin's Creed 3. That's one of them. Great game. And um, an oversimplified history video. Have you ever seen those on YouTube? Um, sorry, I was uh, not listening. I was trying to find a pair of dunks that I can't ever get. A pair of what? Nike dunks. You're a kicks guy? Yeah, bro. Casual Fridays. Get the Jays on. Oh my god! I didn't know you were a, a sneakerhead. I'm. That, that's the problem. Is I'm not because every shoe that I want, I never get the drops. <laughs> I'm just a big Dunks guy, big Jordan ones guy. Back, uh, this is self incriminating, but when I worked at Pack Sun as a a youth, um, they had all like the Dunk SBs, and I was getting them for like twenty bucks. I was wearing them to high school, wearing them to hockey, just being a shithead kid. And then Travis Scott wears them, and now you can sell them for like a million dollars. So, are you like um, a wait in line for sneakers kind of sneaker? Nah, nah, no, no, nah, nah. okay. I'll buy, I'll, I'll get some drops here and there and flip them. Um, I think I've only oh, kept flip like, them too. I'll flip you're them. Like, I'll flip you're, them. you're into that, you're in for that game. Well, yeah, apparently, you the more that you buy from Nike, the more likely you are to get the drops. So, if it's a shoe that I know is going to sell. And my size is sold out. I'll just grab it in a different size. And sell it for more than you bought it? Yep. Yep. You are Bobby Finance the way you are playing this game right now. It's a dangerous game to get into. It is. It is. Um, But, you know, casual Friday, I can wear them. And they got some sick golf, some sick Jordan golf shoes. Did you see those new Wayne Gretzky golf shoes? Yeah, I did. um, I decided I'm not good enough at golf. I did get the Jordan 4 golf shoes. Yeah, and I just stared at him. I was like, ah, "I gotta sell these. I suck at golf." See, that's the thing. Like, I I need a new driver really bad and a new putter, but I'm not gonna commit to getting any of those things until I'm better at golf. Yeah, I um hit the range, hit the range recently. So the golf game's dialed in. Not that anyone cares about this, but playing around tomorrow. So I'll report back next week, and we'll see. It's, see, there's still snow at. on the ground here. You can play golf there. Yeah, it's gonna be a little chilly, but you can play golf here. Um, so we got Seattle coming up, then the Islanders, then Dallas. Um, that should be three wins. So if we're looking to right the ship, those should be three wins. But you know, where are you? Wait, where are oh, you home games. Have... Those are home games. Those are home games. Okay, I have the schedule as my background because they like put it on Twitter. So I was like, what are you talking? About? Looking at home <laughs> games because they're so bad at home. They are bad at home, but they got Seattle, Calgary, and then Edmonton. Yeah, so next week we're going to be complaining, staying up late, watching hockey. I also saw – yeah, I'll be tired. Um, I saw that Greg Wyshynski or something saying it'll be interesting to see Ovi go to the west coast of Canada, like with everything going on. I don't get why that's like a spot that'll matter. Because um, it's closer to Alaska, which is closer to Russia. 
See, that was my initial thought. Too. I have no idea. <laughs> I just can't imagine that that's why. Um, no idea. Did you know the closest point? We're just getting into some really random United States geography and history lessons here. But um, do you know like the closest U.S. point to Russia is like way closer than I thought it was? Yeah, it's like three miles. Yeah, from Alaska, which is yeah, fucked. Siberia, yeah. Because I only think about it like going uh, east, like to there, because I think it's over there. But that's insane to me. Yeah, uh, but no one actually cares about what goes on out there because it's like negative a billion degrees. Yeah, it is like negative a billion degrees. That is a great point. Yeah. So I don't think we really have to worry about any sort of invasion from the uh, Western Front there. Oh, you um, don't think cold weapons exist? I The weapons is not what I'm worried about. <laughs> what are you worried about? Humans. Do you think they don't have people who train for those conditions for negative all, a billion degrees? All I'm saying, man, is people that have tried to invade Russia during the winter have all lost. Any sort of battle that's going on out there, like, Napoleon did it. Hitler's dumbass did it. You don't invade Russia in the winter. That is true. Isn't that what like brought down Napoleon was they went yes. past him in the winter? Yeah. Yeah. We are so good at history. Do you want to start a history podcast? Yeah, sure. Why not? Just um, watch oversimplified videos and play Assassin's Creed games and just base all of our knowledge off that. That and then we can watch um was it Hancock? Was that was that Paul Giamatti show on HBO or Showtime? <laughs> Oh yeah, I want to see that show actually. I haven't seen it. Yeah, or maybe I've we'll uh, we'll do a Band of Brothers rewatch. And I want to see That's that too. That's a great show. If you it's got Tom that. Hardy in it, and I love Tom Hardy. Yeah, so let's we can wrap up with um, streaming suggestions here. Um, streaming suggestions? Yeah. What have you been watching? Uh, I just got caught up in and watched the first episode of the new season of Peaky Blinders. That show mm. is fucking good. Um, I think I'll wait for that one to probably be done, and then maybe I'll watch it. The last season is just coming out now. Yeah, so, so maybe I'll you're do almost that. There. Um, I have been lucky enough that uh, my girlfriend has never seen any of the Star Wars. Oh, so, so get to watch those. we we started. We did episode one, and she's like, "Okay." You started on see. episode one. Yeah, we're we going chronological. Yeah, yeah. we're chronologically. And she was like, okay, I can see how this would be interesting. I, the I first, can see that's it. the worst one. Yeah. And then she watched the second one and was like, okay, all right. When can we when can we do the third one? So we crushed those real quick. Um, now we're up to Return of the Jedi. Is, oh, I was going to say, is it going to be jarring for her going from like those ones to like really old like cameras and special It was because stuff? she loved Yoda. Oh yeah, now he's, a, now he's a puppet. Yeah, and she's like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "What's going on here?" I was like, "Oh, <laughs> reminder, this was 1977." Um, so yeah, we've been we've been burning through that, but I'm faced with next: do we go straight to Force Awakens or do we go Mando? Well, I haven't seen Mando, so I'm not a good. I'm Chronologically, not a good it takes place after Return of the Jedi. Okay. Um. Well, like, did she plan on watching Mando, or did you tell her that it was just the movies that you were watching? Well, I told her there's Baby Yoda, so we have to watch that. Oh, now. right. She loves Yoda. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I think it would work in your favor to watch Mando then. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing Jackass tonight, finally. Oh, I'm seeing Batman tonight. I am pumped for that. That's why I'm seeing Jackass tonight, is because everyone's going to be a Batman. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I do want to see Jackass really bad, though. I'm not... 
dying to see a Batman on opening day. And I'm not That's trying to fair. make a joke or anything. I'm just a little like, eh. That's fair. There's some tough crowds. Like when I saw that new Spider-Man on opening day, it was like clap in the theater kind of crowd. And yeah. I'm not about that. Yeah. Like, like at all. Like it really offends me when people clap for nobody. Yeah. My crew is more of a like beers beforehand. Let's go watch a movie beers afterwards. We can't do that with Batman. It's three hours long. It is three hours. It's just yeah, beers beforehand. They sell beers hurting. at the theaters now. Do they not do that? I'm not worried about the, the getting beers into the theater. I'm worried about getting it out of my body. Oh, the three true. hour long movie. You have to club the seal. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a good so, no yeah. piss during the movie guy. I can, I can hold it. I usually can, but you know, I'm, I'm close. I'm approaching 30 here. So we'll see. Right. You start to lose control of those things. We got two months. I don't know. Maybe I'll wake up in two months and just start pissing myself. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm pumped for the Batman. I am going to yeah, see the shit I've, out of I've it. I've heard nothing but good things. Apparently it's really dark. Yeah. Which is into like dark night, which is like what I wanted because that's so good. Like that's how it needs to be. Cause you can't just keep doing like what the dark Knight did. Yeah. And so, it's the Riddler, uh, and he's going to be dope. Yeah, Paul Denell. Yeah, he's a weirdo, but like he is. He was in that what movie? There will be blood. He's a weird bastard in that movie. He's weird in every movie he's in. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why he, I assume, is playing the Riddler. What is he? He's also like a a pedophile kidnapper and prisoners. Uh something like that. He was yeah, uh, he Little Miss the- Sunshine. Oh yeah, he was a weird brother in that. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see. I assume it's gonna be pretty awesome. Um, I do want to see Jackass really bad though. Yeah, dude. There's like it's only showing in a couple theaters out here now, so I had to make sure I saw that. Who's your um, favorite Jackass guy? I mean, I'm only asking because I feel like you're gonna say Bam Margera. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> why you think just Philly? No, I don't know why. It just it seemed like something that you he was be a back in the guy. day, just like a Tony day. Hawk pro skater. Yeah. Back in the day, he was my boy, just because yeah, I mean, you play him on Tony Hawk. He had the show on MTV, but I just I think anytime Danger Aaron's on the screen, I'm, I'm on the verge of pissing myself. Danger Aaron's hilarious. That guy just gets abused. Yeah, he takes a. Was he the one who had the tooth ripped out by the Lambo? But yeah, because they were he originally fucked it up because they were driving mini bikes through a grocery store and T-boned each other. <laughs> they were driving those little uh like mini moto bikes <laughs> through the grocery <laughs> store and they collided with each other and knocked his teeth out. And um, the stories of those guys' lives are gonna be insane. Or the uh Dave England. I mean he took a shit in a <laughs> took a shit in a department store and an empty toilet in the first jackass movie. It's oh like, yeah, he did. <laughs> That's, but that's is, he's the one that's always human. like cries and stuff, right? Like he freaks out. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's annoying. Yeah. I like, like, obviously, I like the big dogs. Like Steve O is insane. Johnny, Knox I like Pontius, but he doesn't even do anything anymore. He just you know, flashes dong. Yeah, he's cock guy. He always just yeah. rips his cock around. <laughs> um, so yeah, we got Seattle this weekend, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver for the Western Stand. And then back home on the 15th with the Islanders. Um, um, any predictions for the West Coast? And then we'll, we'll wrap it up here. I was just going to say, so Seattle, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver, they should win all those games. And I say this every time. We're like, so what do you think? I'm like, I think they can win them all. But, like, if they want to 
like improve, they have to win all these games. Like Calgary, they could get like a point out of that, and I'd be okay because Calgary's sick right now, and it's a back-to-back with Edmonton. But I think they could win all those games. And then they play the Islanders in Columbus, who I also think they could win. Or beat. Yeah, yeah. I think if they, you know, they have to come back with at least three wins. Yeah, exactly. Like they, it's at this point, like you have to expect it because of how poorly they played. Like they need to earn those points back. So I'm not gonna like be soft on them be like oh well it's okay if they lose this game like i think they have to win most games um yeah i think i mean it's we're we're at that point now where there can't be oh another overtime loss like they have to have to start pulling in some serious games here otherwise exactly. especially um, against these weaker opponents yeah or we're going to be sitting like i said and we'll be golfing sooner than later but i think uh anything else you want to touch on ben um, I'll check my notes quickly here, but I don't think so. I mean, oh, I guess the last thing I was going to ask was, did you watch any of the stadium series in Nashville at all or no? Cause I missed it. I did actually. It was, was uh, it good? good. Yeah, man. There was, there was actually like scoring. It was a fun game. Um, the jerseys were fine, I guess. Yeah. They were, yeah. The, the problem like, with I the liked, Nashville ones was they looked the good. Schemes. I just hated yeah. the actual Exactly. The, the, the Nashville just had their logo there. It would be a nice jersey, but they did Same, same with uh, Tampa, honestly. I like the gloves and everything. I like the, the white and blue with their colorway. Yeah, um, and then it said gold. Again, just the, the design itself was gross, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I completely agree with your assessment. You're so smart. Yeah, I try. So hopefully uh, maybe throw some, some mock-ups out this week for some Winter Classic jerseys. I know you put your RR jersey out. I did. That's not a bad idea, though, making some winter cl- or stadium series jerseys. Um, and it is March, so we are going to do some sort of bracket. Um, so if you feel so inclined, what type of caps or hockey-related bracket would you like to see? Let us know. Um, but Could for make now, that top five losers into one. Just top five, like, yeah. Just loser a 16 bracket, the biggest loser. loser in the NHL. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll start with that one. Um, so next time we'll come in with uh, with a bracket ready for you guys. Hey. Um, but hey, hey, until next time. I saw. I saw. Whoa, Let's get whoa, it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Clear out the room. I'm coming through. They want to see what I'm about. Yeah, I got skills. Do it for the thrill. I'm on a paper route. Extra, extra, read about it. I'm today's trying to tap it. I put commas over bullshit. Yeah, I put that on mamas. They trying to block all my blessings. They thought I lost the stepping. I bet on me and my team. ISO is what I'm rapping. Put on for the whole city. Yeah, I got them rocking with me. I bet on me and my team. ISO is what I'm rapping. Sending emojis. I'm blowing a pack of that OG. Don't be acting like you know me. And if you did, that's the old. Me. When the time rock a cold fleece, pocket fat, that's obese. Only talking money if it's increased. She give me brain, girl, no teeth. I touch down, bust down. She bust it open for a real day. Stay timed up, trying to build it up, trying to count it up. Hell figures, don't be chilling with no low. And if I do, I be real with them. Chase a dream, that's a mail ticket. ISO gang, yeah, they still with us. I put it in motion, they got me steady. Thoughts on my mind, it's wearing heavy. Watch I shine, tell them I'm ready. I'm hitting my stride, let's get to the Fetty. I was just sitting back watching them fall. Racks on me now, yeah, it's looking slow I hold it down and I got my own Keeping it grown, we back to the bone Uh, yeah, flying flashy, ayy, ayy We too fancy, ayy, ayy Can't walk past me, ayy, ayy Right up your alley, wait, wait I gotta play it safe, safe Watch me isolate, lay Watch me isolate, ayy Watch me isolate, whoa Clear out the room, I'm coming through They wanna see what I'm about 
Yeah, I got skills, do it for the thrill. I'm on a paper route. Extra, extra, read about it. I'm today's trying to tap it. I put commas over bullshit. Yeah, I put that on bombers. They trying to block on my blessings. They thought I lost for stepping. I bet on me and my team. ISO is what I'm rapping. Put on for the whole city. Yeah, I got them rocking with me. I bet on me and my team. ISO is what I'm rapping.